Hey guys, you're welcome back to Tea with Maya, where we brew the finest tea of optimum temperature, never too hot to burn you, and never too cold to bore you. I remain your humble host, Jeremiah. Hey guys, you're welcome back to Tea with Maya, and on today's enlightening episode, we'll be talking about choice, when to look back. And on today's podcast, we have a guest, and we'd like to meet this guest of ours. Can we meet you? Hello, my name is Stephen Emanuel. I am a journalist. I write a premium time newspaper, and I'm also a copper, a recent negotiator. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you're welcome to Tea with Maya. Thank you very much. Once again, on today's episode, we would be talking about choice when to look back. So why we chose the topic choice and we tagged it when to look back and we're going to be um, reviewing the Osinachi's issue and would be I'll be asking questions to like questions that have been mostly asked online and by people mostly because it's like a pretty controversial topic so I'll be asking most of these questions to see what um, a viewer or our guest here thinks about the whole issue. So we're starting with our first question. So what do you think about the Osinachi's issue or what are your thoughts on the whole issue? For me, uh, Osinachi, it pains me a lot when people say Osinachi caused her death. Because that's what we hear almost every day, people saying Osinachi caused her death, Osinachi caused her death. How? Like, love is like a gun. If the gun is in the hand of a robber, it's a threatening material. It could even make you cause havoc, it could even cause you death. But if the same gun is in the hand of a police, a security officer, you feel safe. And that's what love is like. So for me, Osana, she didn't cause her death. She just didn't, didn't know when what to make to do. the right decision at the right time. Exactly. So it's a matter of choice at the end of the day. So she didn't cause her death, but she just one of the many victims of her home or domestic violence. violence. Yes. So, for me, I think Osinachi is one out of the many women who are going through bitter trauma and appear to be sweet in the physical. They come out smile, they come out look all good, yes. they, make, they wear makeup. Because we would have not thought about it. If yes. Osinachi was not a famous person, who would have even known she was going through all this? Exactly. There are thousands and one people who go through marital and domestic violence in their homes but we don't even get to know about them some of them even happen to be our pastor's wives that our pastors are molesting but we don't get to know about them because when they come out they wear the smile take us to heaven and bring us back from heaven why they themselves they are living in hell that's the irony of situation (laughs) actually just because they don't want to destroy the old image of like their homes and all yes yeah i feel it was a tough decision for snatchy like every other person but I feel it's an eye-opener we get yes. to know what domestic violence was and one of the things about Osinachi's issue that makes it peculiar was that this man had the habit like it was in his nature Mr. Peter Wachiku the husband of Osinachi Wachiku it was in his nature to molest the woman and not just the woman even the children the minister for women affairs visited her after the death and the children confessed that 
Sometimes it's not that he wants to beat the mother. They might do something and the man will be pissed off and start beating them, kicking them. The mother comes to their rescue and then he transfers that the aggression to the woman. Them. So it's quite not it's quite unfortunate that we have such men existing this time around. I, I even read something once in developmental psychology that most of these things or most of these actions that that people act out yeah like due to um, childhood traumas I'm sure probably the husband even if it wasn't general if you had to look at the fact that it wasn't general his nature but to like beat the woman most it could have been caused by childhood traumas and like he could have seen those kind of things he could have grown up in a domestic home so like the thing caused that trauma and he like stares in as natural as something right and even if he didn't even see it as something right, he just played there in his head and unconsciously just kept doing it. Aside from that, I feel most Nigerian men are egoistic. Yes. And they don't like their egos to be flawed. Yeah, I, and, and especially, sorry to my evil brothers, the evil men. They <laughs> feel so proud of themselves and they feel that their wife is a subject and also an object. A yes. subject in the fact that they are the royalty, they gave the command, the wife have to obey. An object because in the fact the that... Diary. Yeah, because they paid the diary some chicken change they gave to And the that is another thing like I, I think needs to also be questioned because men feel once they pay the dowry for a woman, they feel the woman becomes their slave. Most men don't really take care of their wives. They um, They treat them as second place, as second place citizens and they treat them as like something that, that don't matter do you understand what I, i'm I trying to say point, but it's, it's not really men's fault if you have to go to the society, that. society it goes back to the society the society, how the society has a woman as a as second citizen yes so the man just naturally buys into it so it calls for a reorientation because a woman's place is first not mind the fact that even some religions think to portray the man first Adam was created by God first, but Adam wasn't useful to God until Eve came into the picture. Yeah, because we didn't get more story until Eve happened. <laughs> okay, we'll leave that. So, um, the second question would be like, do you think it's better to stay in an abusive or toxic marriage or leave? What do you think about The answer is self-explanatory in this particular dispensation and situation we're talking about. Everybody will say, yes, it's good to leave an abusive marriage, but check it, your mother, she was in an abusive marriage, she leave. So many of us, we had mothers who suffered abusive marriages. And the different forms of abusive marriages. There could be the physical one where the man beats the wife, and that's where we say, oh no, don't even the stay mental there. One. There could be the mental one where the man drains her mentally. The, she's the um, she's the breadwinner of the family, and the man is not even contributing to anything. The man is not even bringing his family problems. Is a stellar issue to the family. There's the emotional one where the man doesn't even give attention to the emotional emotional um, physique of the woman. You know, women are emotional emotional beings. So when the man doesn't give most attention to the emotions of his wife, the woman could be in an emotional trauma. So there could be different forms of emotional, psychological, physical abuse. Now. Should you even stay in an abusive marriage in the first place? No. But sometimes, it's relations. It could keep you in the marriage. Three things could keep you in an abusive marriage. It's very relative. So, all these things that could keep you in the marriage could either determine your decision to stay or not to stay. So, but generally, we would say, don't stay in an abusive marriage. If, are, if the marriage becomes too toxic for you, you leave. Because there's this controversial um, 
um, group I was on and we kept talking about like do, is it right for people to stay in an abusive marriage and I think personally no because I feel once you've um, talked about that thing the first time or you've seen a counsellor or you've you've talked to it to your husband or you're not necessarily your husband your partner you've talked about it and because it could happen both ways so you've talked about it and it is not changing or you speak to someone you speak to a pastor or you pray about it and nothing is happening i feel it is best to live before something happens i'm even saying that you don't even have to be talking too much you don't even have to be praying too much what's the point of prayer when the answer doesn't come immediately you don't have to talk too much you don't have to pray too much once you're in an abusive marriage the man raises his hand to slap you and he does slap you my dear what are you waiting for and the funny thing is most of these people don't really display these parts of them when during courting and Mm -hmm. all it is still you moving and you start staying with people which is even a totally different discussion that we still even need to come to so you're moving with someone and you like get to know study that person i had a conversation with someone and then a person told me like you have to move in with someone for you to even understand you what you see outside is different from what will happen inside for you to understand what exactly the person is all about so um I feel it is you should leave a toxic and abusive relationship once the thing starts getting to the limit where you can't take it. Anymore. It's a natural cause. A very good example is you're trying to turn on your gas and by accident the flames touch your skin. What will you do immediately? You drop. Yes. So that is what you should do in an abusive marriage. If the flame hurts you, don't allow the flames of so actually consume to hurt your emotions and your person. So um, we would go to the third um thing. Like, so most people stay in marriages because of two major things. Correct me if I'm wrong. Children and the public. Those are like why I think people stay in marriages because of. I think people stay in marriage for beyond to beyond the children and beyond the public. Some okay. people stay in the marriage because of their family. Okay, so that's three things. That's the third. Okay. And now other some some other people stay in abusive marriage not just because of the children not just because of because they are not independent the society has framed the woman to believe that all she needs is a man yes and then when she gets his man then she 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 all beckons on the man she submits yeah the scripture tells us to submit to the authority and in this case the husband quote unquote but you are an authority yourself. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. That means the criteria for you to love your neighbor is yourself. So if you cannot love yourself enough, that means you can't even love your neighbor. A person who is in the right senses should be independent. A woman should be independent. A partner should be independent from the other person because you're not a half. You're a whole person. You're a complete human being coming to join with another complete human being. But when you begin not to be independent and you depend so much on the next person, it will be difficult for you to detach to leave the marriage. So away from the children, which we see in Osnashik case, she had the children as one of the reasons why she couldn't leave away from uh, the public. In Osnashik case, she was a figure. Uh, she didn't want to backlash. Yeah. A scandal. You know, the kind of song she sings is this kind of song that you hear so you think about your life and you think about heaven. Yeah. You don't want to hear her song and go to heaven. So, so like, I'm sure she thought about she thought what about she has done. Then her family, it's it's very typical in the evil certain that uh, it's very rare for you to come leave your husband's house and come back to your father's house. That's why the, the issue of independence comes in. As a woman, it's not wrong to have your own assets. If you have your own house as a lady, so that if your husband starts to behave, you go back to your house. You don't need to 
go back to your father's house and start receiving insults from your mothers and your brothers and your married aunties. So you have to be independent. So I feel she wasn't thinking of being independent. So there was this discussion in my church on Sunday about like um, the um, the women, mm. like most of them are not able to live because of one thing that they think of the children because it causes broken homes like it's it even places because actually in psychology mm-hmm. um broken homes play like a, a um, like it has an effect on, on the children, children. It's so true. like i'm sure that is what um she also thought of because they were talking about it in children's and i was like okay actually let's consider this most of these ladies who think about their children, they wouldn't want their children to go through. Like most people go out there, we don't, we, you know, most times, um, most parents might not even know what it plays on the children. So the children comes back and shows them that, um, because mo- most times the children could go out and they'll be like, um, some some of their close um, classmates or people introduce that uh, uh, my dad is an engineer, my mom is this, my mom is a lawyer. Then it now comes to that child's turn, and the child is like. My mom is a lawyer. They'll be like, where's your dad? And the child will not be able to like... So most people may even insult like bastard and stuff like that, which is wrong. But like it plays this factor on the child and the child comes back home to come and backlash at the mom. Okay, my so like is this. With the issue of child. Mm-hmm. Bringing the child first. I think the mother's head is paramount to whatever the child would go through. Single homes is becoming a new thing. A new normal in Nigeria. Mm, yes. Because we've not really welcomed the idea of single parenting. Now, if you have a child who watch your husband beat you every day, think of what it will do to his psychology. And you have a child who just have only you taking care of him and loving him so much, so much that he could even receive from both you and his father, which is better. You have to scale and weigh the lesser evil from the greater evil. In Osnatch's case, the children watch the father brutalize the mother every fucking day. Sorry to use the F word. But every day, this woman was... Okay, there was one of the times the child said that the woman's car, which somebody bought for her, this monster of a husband told her to walk home from church at night while he drove the car and the children home. This woman walked home and she was robbed. She was robbed. Her phone was taken. Like she walked home from church. The mind she had to walk home from. Now, the children would think these are the right, the right way to treat a woman. And Absolutely. tomorrow, if they become husbands, they begin to you know, display these things to their partners. Like I say, this thing is all about reorientation and reorientation. Because it is what the children see their parents do, or what the children hear the society talk about. That's what they go and play out. In, in psychology, they say, they say the children's brain is a tabula rasa. Tabula rasa, yes. That means it's a clean slate. It is what they see that, that makes imprints on it. So it is better that your children see only the mother showing them so much love and care than to see a father who brutalizes them and make the mother a subject of battery. It's, 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 it's very bad. It's very bad for children to see the, the father make some abusive words. Some people, some parents don't even use words of love and kindness to their partners yes. they don't tell their partners I love you children find it weird to hear it from the parents especially those in the rural setting they call their, 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 their wife Mama Nina what's Mama Nina <laughs> you, you have to call her with love you have to treat her with respect when the children don't see this but if you stay with your mother who shows you how to love love is love is exemplary just as Jesus Christ died for us love is exemplary you don't just learn love entirely so you have to be put in the path of love so if you have a mother who shows you how to love then it's better than having a father 
who beats your mother and you get to watch them play. So I think she she lost the priority there. She prioritized her children over her own life life and that of her children because I think the children will never remain the same because now nah, at the end of the day it's just a single parent. You know, not even a single At the end of have, the day at the end of the day just just even a father who is in prison. Whereas if she had left the marriage the children and children would have had just her and occasionally visit the monster whenever they want to go to school. You just call her father a monster. <laughs> no. Okay, so um, there was a rumor that she told our friend in church. Like, do you think it was the best decision to make feel, by telling her friend? I feel, I feel Mr. Peter Vatical had caged her. I feel that she didn't have so much of exposure. I feel she was a timid type of person. Mm-hmm. So if telling her friends, I, what I learned from the whole story, uh, there was an interview, the sister, the twin sister and the mother had with BBC and BBC and they said they didn't even know, they didn't know the details of what was going on in the marriage. That means the man had caged her away from her family. So the only people she could tell were people who could, were very close to her and she was afraid of telling the pastor. If you listen to Pastor Neche's video about the whole thing, he said he wasn't aware. And if you listen to what the nation said, the nation said the children said that whenever they visit the pastor, the father will come to ask them, What did you tell the pastor? Can you imagine? So the man because was, he's insecure. Because he's insecure because he knows what he was doing. So imagine if he imagine him asking the children, What did you tell the pastor? What would he not interrogate his wife whenever she visits the pastor or somebody? So That's I feel right. even this little one she got to tell people were people whom she couldn't judge, people who met her, who met her bare, who met her in her troubleless situation who met her when she was when she couldn't just hold it well, I feel she was trying to manage the situation until what happened happened so I feel it wasn't the best though I feel she didn't have so much exposure I feel she didn't she didn't really want to expose the man himself I feel she was she loved him and she like didn't want the backlash of the society love is risks. love is risks, but don't overreach it don't overreach it love is like a business you, you could make profit you could make a lot of but, but don't make the loss and lose your life Love is like a business. Don't make the loss and lose your life. It's very bad. True. True. So, um, like, talking about our family not even coming to our rescue while she was in the relationship, like, I knew, I, I heard somewhere that she knew about it. I read it up somewhere that, um, I said she, the family, one of her sisters knew about most of these things and she was always, like, she was not, um, constantly telling them. She was not constantly telling them, but, like, she kept she told them at some point in time what do you think about it like i feel that most family they feel when they've given out their child in marriage uh let her handle her situation herself and they don't it's, come to like yeah they don't come to their aid except if they put to bed they come and do mugo very stupid of the culture i feel on a second note i feel the husband has also regimented i feel that man is a military guy he has already regimented the family and regulated family from coming around. The twin sister couldn't visit her own twin sister. Like, how twins become separatable? The twin sister couldn't visit her own twin sister in the marriage because the husband didn't want her around. So there was a lot of things about this marriage, about the husband, the family on the other hand didn't really do their press. I feel also, and I believe that they could have come to her rescue, they could have bring her out of the marriage if they wanted to. They could have bounced on the mound. They could have do something. I, I, I don't. I've not heard much about the brothers. I don't think Osinati had much of a brother. So if she had a brother like me, oh, 
Ibo would have been on a different story that had Osnachi's brother killed husband. That would have been the story we would have heard because I would have caught that man and given him the beating of his life. But I feel the family was being religious too. The family was being careful and the family didn't really get to know so much about what was happening. Sadly, he made them lose their daughter. Sadly, he made them lose their priceless daughter. Now oh, that's that, that's really really sad, and mm. it's. I feel it's something we should all look back on, even as people moving in with like partners or um, people in relationships. Mm. We should get to know how to like manage. Even if it's anger, we should get to learn how to manage our anger. We should learn anger management and rather than um, force it out on someone or vent it out on someone, do something else to vent it out and speak, communicate rather than vent out. Yeah, communication is key, but I think um, it's not just about temperament. You talk about anger. Anger is something that comes with the TV. You know, everybody, different people have different words for and anger. The sanguine is anger different from the choleric and from the melancholic and from the phlegmatic. Yeah. But I think it's about character. Yeah. What his character, character was, was, was so flawed. Like, he, he's a monster. <laughs> Men should be raised to love their women. There is even something my mom tells me. My mom always tells me, whenever I'm playing with my sister, my other sister, my mom always tells me, don't treat a woman like this, don't treat a woman like this. Like, because most times we always have this, like, kind of rough play, and I kind of bend her hands and her legs. So she's like, don't, you don't treat a woman like this. So, mm-hmm. don't treat, and I understand it's like, what and I feel it is what most parents should teach to their children. Exactly. They should not just overlook it and say this. even when I play with my best my favorite bestie comes around and I play with her and my mom is like, see me, she's a girl. She's a girl. Don't treat her like this. She's a girl. No matter what. Don't look at her as a boy. She's a girl. At the end of the day, in conclusion, I guess what I am trying to say, I'm going to also ask you what you, you think should be the resulting thing but in conclusion what i'm trying to say is if you've spoken to a counselor a therapist or a pastor and you've prayed about it because of the religious ones if you've prayed about it i think at the end of the day please for your safety and your mental health leave that relationship that is the best decision because you put your life first at the end of the day. At the end of the day, not I'm not like you put your life first at the end of the day because now this man he didn't clearly love his wife enough to put her life, or he, he wouldn't have even put her life before he's obviously. So like at the end of the day, you put your life first and you leave that relationship or you leave that marriage. That's my conclusion. What do you think? For me, I don't even think you have to be waiting to pray because sometimes God takes time to answer prayers. I think. Once you've seen signs and symptoms of him trying to be abusive, or you you suffer any form of abuse, be it emotional, psychological, physical abuse, from these kind of relationships, I think you should just leave. There's a difference between separation, divorce, and annulment. Now, divorce is the one that churches, most churches say don't do. Mm-hmm. The church didn't say don't separate. Separation means leaving the physical cohabitation. Mm-hmm. We're not always staying together, but we're married. We're not always staying together. Most people, maybe the wife is working in Lagos, the husband is working in Abuja. They are not living together, but they are married. So, such a situation could be obtainable when you want to separate. Separation means 
leave that environment, leave that immediate environment where you cohabit with that man. Now, anointment is where you could go to a church and the church would say, oh, this marriage never existed in the first place because it was built on false emotion, false imagination, false things. So, anointment is what the church could do. But for, for, for a relationship that is toxic, before you begin to chase the divorce, because even divorce itself takes time. Mm-hmm. Before you begin to chase the divorce, I think you should separate. Go your own way. That's why I clamored, a woman must be independent. Alright. Be a woman. Be a boss lady. <laughs> a boss bitch. Sorry for the word. But um yes, so that brings us to the end of this podcast. And once again we'd like to thank you for um being our guest for today and we'd like to meet you once again. You can drop your handle or yeah. So can we meet you once again? Okay, my name is Stephen Mano. I am a journalist, I write for criminal technical newspaper. I'm also, like I said, a new Lagosian. So Lagos be nice. And uh, on social media, but well, not too serious on social media, but I'm honor Steven on Instagram. Thank you. Honor Steven. O N U underscore Steven. Alright. You can check up on Instagram at T with Maya. And you can drop your comments under our Instagram cap um, under our Instagram post and you can reach us at jadebong at gmail.com to drop questions or thoughts that you think would help us improve at what we do and how we do everything. Thank you once again. Just don't give up, just don't give up